With greater success comes greater responsibility. And this isn't what everyone thinks about because what's clearly visible with success is all of the reward and accolades. But what we don't see is everything that we need to step into, what we need to become, what we need to do, the responsibility that we need to take on to not only create that success, but sustain it. And this isn't what everyone is necessarily willing to do. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Trang Nova podcast, the podcast for women who know they're made for more. For those of you who are hungry to fulfill your purpose and potential and build your dream business of impact while living your truest and fullest life. On the podcast, we'll explore all topics from how you can discover your purpose, transform your mind, nurture your relationship with yourself, high-performing regimes, pivot careers, build your dream business of impact, and more. So let's get into it. My name is Trang Nova, mentor and speaker and your host for the show. And today I am talking about the realities of running a six-figure online coaching business. In this episode, I am really keen to do because I get to be really open and vulnerable with this episode. I get to share with you all of the behind the scenes of all the beautiful parts of this life and then maybe the flip side of the coin as well that you might not have thought about. And this is something that I would have loved to have access to when I was starting out my business journey and I was really shooting for that elusive milestone of hitting six figures and going completely online. So I'd love to share with you the ins and outs and give you a bit of an insight so that you can be more prepared for the journey that you're about to embark on. So firstly, I want to start with the declaration that I am so grateful and it's such a privilege and honor to be living the life that I have. Um, I acknowledge that this is something that I have created and I give myself credit for this. But also there has been undoubtedly the role of luck. There's been the role of privilege. There's been the role of me being born in Australia into a middle class family and having many opportunities that many others wouldn't have. And I really want to acknowledge this because this is something that I am so grateful for every single day. You know, like in order for us to be where we are now, there would have been billions, trillions of stars that would have needed to align. And I know that there were so many steps along the way that could have not been in place for me to not even have a fraction of what I've got now. You know, my grandparents on both sides of my family were refugees. They came to Australia from Vietnam. And I'm not sure if you've heard, but there are so many awful devastating refugee stories where they don't even make it, where they they meet a really uh, devastating end. And I know even my my dad's friends, my mum's friends, who have attempted multiple refugee journeys like five times only to get to another country. Um, In this case, I'm thinking of one particular friend who did five refugee uh, trips, five attempts to leave Vietnam only to get to Indonesia, stay there for a few weeks and then have that opportunity revoked and they had to return back to Vietnam. And now they're still in Vietnam. And I understand that I'm just so grateful to be here because that could have been my grandparents. 
and I wouldn't even be here. Um, but I really want to start with that. Like I love my life and I love this business that I've created. And I'm so lucky to be able to say that I am living my dream life. At the same time, there are two sides to a coin. And there are many things that I wouldn't have anticipated, wouldn't have expected to come along with a six-figure online coaching business. It's things that you just wouldn't really know unless you've talked about it with someone who's done it and, and you kind of get the behind the scenes. So for me, I remember hitting a six-figure online business was the dream. It was so desirable for me. I remember just dreaming of that as I would wake up to my alarm at 5.30 in the morning to get ready to go to the gym before I started my nine to five, driving in traffic, exhausted from a poor night's sleep. And I would dream of the day where I could wake up at any time that I wanted and I would be working for myself. I am my own boss and I could do it from anywhere in the world. Live that nomad life of living, uh, working from my laptop at the beach in another country and then be doing well enough that it was viable to be running my own business full time. And I remember like just praying and dreaming to hit this milestone because I thought that by the time I got to a six figure business, let alone a six figure online coaching business, then everything would change. That my life would forever be transformed and I would finally reach everlasting happiness. I'd never have any problems again. I could just put up my feet and actually take a breath and I'd never be stressed again. And this is not what happened. Because yes, even though achieving this this milestone and now living this life and having this business is everything that I wanted. Um, there are also other things that I, I didn't understand and I didn't realize. One of them being that no matter what external achievements that we tick off, it's never going to resolve the problem that I'm trying to resolve from the inside. Like if I'm trying to reach a state of happiness and peace and security, like that is not going to be resolved by hitting six figures in my business. I now know that because when I did hit six figures in my business, then yeah, there was an, a temporary state of ecstasy where I was like, oh my God, I hit this. Like, let's go celebrate. Let's party. But then after a few weeks, after a few months, as time went by, my mind started to normalize this achievement that it had taken me so long to hit. So in my head, now that I've achieved it, like it's still really cool, but it definitely doesn't feel as cool as it used to feel. It didn't seem so far away and impossible anymore. Like it is my reality now. And because of that, what I've realized is, yes, like hitting this milestone has given me more opportunities, has given me a little bit more luxury in my life. It hasn't given me the feeling or the transformation that I thought it would. You know, the feeling of peace, of happiness, of security. That is not dependent on having at least $100,000 come into your bank accounts over a 12-month period. 
There are people who are happy, who have peace, who have security with only $40,000 coming into their bank account. And there are people with a million dollars coming into their bank account who don't have happiness, peace or fulfillment um, or security. None of those things are dependent on any external factors. You can have all of those factors. You can have all the money in the world, the most successful business in the world, the most online business in the world. But none of that is going to properly resolve that inner state, that inner state that is up to us to create. Because it's all relative. Like we can have all of that, but still be wanting more, but still be um, spending more, like going through that lifestyle creep where more money's going in, but also more money's going out. So nothing has really changed in how secure or how rich we are and we feel. And it also doesn't take away all of our problems either. Because even though now I was making six figures a year, um, when I first hit six figures a year a few years back, like it felt a lot more compared to what I was used to, but it still felt small compared to people making six figures a month, seven figures a year, eight figures a year. And now these people who are making even higher amounts were much more in my radar because as I was progressing in the world of business, I was starting to make more friends. I was starting to enter into circles where I wasn't the biggest fish in the tank. I was the smallest fish in the tank. And I could see that there's always going to be more levels. There's always going to be more levels and it's never going to be enough. It's just a temporary band-aid. So, the reality is it's not going to magically transform your life, take away your problems and give you that happiness and security. It's simply a tool that can make it easier for you to achieve those things, those states, but it's still up to you to create that state from the inside out. Now, in terms of a typical day and week for me, um, I get asked to this question almost every Q&A that I do. You know, what is your typical typical day? What is your typical week? Um, how do you run your schedule? Well, everyone's going to be different. This isn't specific to a six-figure online coaching business. But for me, uh, running my own six-figure online coaching business, how it looks is I do two to three days of coaching a week. So Mondays, Tuesdays, and often Wednesdays, I have all of my coaching and mentoring sessions. And I like to do it like that because on those days, I put on my hat of the mentor. I put on my hat of the coach and I wake up with one mission. And that mission is to serve my clients. And then on Thursdays and Fridays, I work on the business. I take off my hat of the coach and mentor and I put on the hat of an entrepreneur, of a businesswoman, of an innovative, of a creative. And I like think in different ways and I work in different ways to improve the business, add more value, innovate the business, um, innovate the way that I do things so that it, it just continues serving as much value as possible and continues moving in the right direction. Um, and then generally Saturday, Sundays are my days off if I'm not working at least half a day on Saturday. 
And that's generally my week. And don't ask why I still um, format my week as Monday to Friday. I don't have to. Like I have full autonomy over my week, but I kind of like to because it just works well with society. <laughs> it's kind of like how we all have grandparents or parents who are retired, yet they still wait till the weekend to go out for dinner when it's harder to get reservations, when the restaurants are packed. And you're like, mum, dad, or grandma, granddad, why do you wait till the weekend? You don't have to, you're retired, but they still do because it's habitual. And I do that as well as um, in addition to the fact that it's just easier because Saturdays and Sundays is generally when events are on or when my friends want to catch up, especially the ones who are employed. And then in terms of my actual days, I love to start my mornings with a morning routine. And I've talked before about how there isn't one ideal morning routine, but I thrive off having a, a practice in the morning that optimizes my, my mental energy, my focus, my mood. So I like to wake up with an alarm um, and that has changed over time. Like I go through different seasons. I go through seasons of life for months at a time where I'm like a super early bird and I wake up between five and 6 a.m. But there are also months, like the last four months, I've woken more like between 8.30 and 9.30 a.m. because I've been going to bed more like midnight. Um, so I go through different seasons. There's no one way that you have to do this. Um, but yeah, I like to wake up in the morning generally with an alarm because I've planned out my day and there's actually things that I need to do, not just fluffing around. Um, and then within 15 minutes, I've got active wear on and then I'm doing my exercise, whether it's a run, gym, Pilates, uh, cycling. And then I do my exercise session. I come back and then I go straight into a mindfulness session. And I like to do this because physically training makes me feel good in my body and definitely increases my motivation and, and alertness. But there's something about practicing mindfulness and practicing gratitude and practicing self-love and self-pride. Um, I've also got this, this practice at the moment and I actually really want to mention about, mention it. It's like a, just a brief acknowledgement of my mortality. And I've started doing this after reading a book by Thich Nhat Hanh, who is a Vietnamese Buddhist teacher uh, and just incredible, his work. I, re I read his book, No Death, No Fear, recently. And essentially, it's talking about our mortality, our impermanence in this life and how to come to terms with that. And we need to come to terms with that before it happens so that we can be prepared. And it was just so powerful. Um, but I want to share with you a quick little mantra that I read to myself each morning during this practice. And it goes like this. Breathing in and out, I am aware of the fact I am of the nature to die. I cannot escape dying. I am of the nature to get sick. Because I have a body, I cannot escape sickness. Everything I cherish, treasure and cling to today, I will have to abandon one day. The only thing I can carry with me is the fruit of my own action. I cannot bring anything along with me um, except for the fruit of my actions in terms of thought speech and bodily acts. That may sound a bit morbid, but that gives me a sense of peace and a sense of presence and just deep appreciation that I'm even alive today. It makes me be so much more here in the now. 
So this is something that I do every day, every morning. And this is actually a really big part of running a six-figure online coaching business. Like the manifest manifestation part. You know, it doesn't our our dreams don't just come true by accident. They come true when we put energy into creating that, right? Where our focus goes, energy flows, as Tony Robbins would say it. And essentially, I like to look at it simply as our reality and our life is simply our minds, images, and thoughts expressed. Our reality and our life is simply our minds, images, and thoughts expressed. And that's why this mindfulness practice in the morning is the reality of running a six-figure online coaching business. It's not just about hustling around the clock. It's not, it's not just about working. It's about doing this mindfulness work. Because if we're not focusing on our um, gratitude, our presence, then why would the universe give us more? Like if we can't even be grateful for $2,000 that comes in each month in our business, if we can't even be grateful for that, then how are we going to be in the state and the energy of inviting in more, of inviting in $20,000 a month? Like it's just not going to happen. And then also every morning I rewrite my goals as well during this mindfulness practice. I have 10 specific goals for 2024 and I rewrite them in full every single morning. By doing that, I regularly re- revisit where it is that I'm going and that reignites the ambition and the focus that's required to actualize those goals. And because it's forefront of mind, everything that I revolve my daily decisions and actions around come back to those goals. And then that creates the precedence to make those goals come true. Um, I also time box my weeks. So, uh, so my weeks and my days. So every hour is already planned in advance. Um, I actually have this as a complimentary weekly creation method that I'll put the link in the podcast show notes. It's a weekly reflection and planning system that I do, and it includes the time boxing aspect. So every weekend I'll sit down, I'll plan out my priorities and my goals for the next week. I'll reflect on what things I need to do differently from the week before if I want to have an even better week. And then I time box my days so that I can remove any decision fatigue, any decision making. And then I just follow the schedule, you know, 9 to 10 a.m. maybe public speaking rehearsal, 10 to 11, maybe writing some content, Um, 11 to 12, maybe checking my emails and messages, 12 to 1 is lunchtime, 1 to 3 p.m., maybe recording two episodes of the podcast. And it's so finely mapped out because I know that if I am going to be as productive as possible, I need to create boundaries. Right, Parkinson's law, a task will expand to fill up the time that we have to complete it. So if we don't create boundaries, it will take us all day to record two podcast episodes. It, it just will. So by giving myself two hours and I have to stick to it. And this is the thing, you know, like most of my week is very open. I have all the freedom in the world to do anything that I want to, yet I still create these boundaries. And this is so important because with greater success, comes greater responsibility. So yeah, with greater success means I do have more time in my weeks and I have more flexibility, but I need to have the responsibility to use that time wisely to sustain that success. 
it's not just about hitting six figures and then letting it all blow up. It's about sustaining it in the long term as well. So it is a responsibility aspect to use my time wisely, serve my clients who've invested in me and put their trust in me, as well as knowing that the more disciplined I am with my time, the more freedom I have. Because if I stick to my schedule and I finish my two podcast episodes by 3 p.m. and then, you know, a few other admin tasks, like maybe like taxes and stuff like that, then by 5 p.m. I am done. I get to close my laptop and go on a date. (laughs) I get to close my laptop and go and see some friends to watch a movie. Versus if we weren't to create those boundaries, if I weren't to create those boundaries, I know that I could spend 16 hours just to complete the same number of tasks. And then I wouldn't have the freedom to have that time off at the end of the day. So I'll put that link in the podcast show notes, the weekly creation method. Um, But my days are time boxed and I do that a whole week in advance before adjusting each day the night before, depending on, you know, last minute things that come up. So that's that. Um, What else? Yeah, another reality of running a six-figure online coaching business is there is more flexibility. There's more flexibility, but not necessarily less work. So as I'm recording this, it's the second week of January. So I've had the first week of January off, and then this week I've been back at work. And let me share with you how my weeks have looked. So this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday were 12 plus hour days. So I was working from 8 slash 9am in the morning to maybe 9, 10pm at night on all of those days for a few reasons, because like I was just coming back to work. So there was a lot to do. Um, Also, I just had so much zest and focus after coming back from the Christmas New Year's period that I was like so energized and like ready to get back into it. Um, but also because on Thursday, I knew that I was going only going to be working in the morning. And then from lunchtime, I was going to take the rest of the day off to go play. Um, I went up the mountains to watch the sunset. I went shopping. So I knew that I was going to do that on Thursday. Um, so that's why I did longer days on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And that's the thing. Like, I, that's the thing that I love about running my business. There's more flexibility but doesn't mean that I'm necessarily working less. I just can move things around to suit me. Um, And that could be an illusion as well. Cause like some people think that when you're running your own business and when you're making six figures, then you can just like put your feet up and do nothing. And sure, it depends on the business. Like if you're making, I mean, if you're like a, a passive investor and then you've got like millions of dollars in your brokerage accounts and you're, you're getting back plenty of money each year, then maybe you don't need to specifically be working. But for me, it is, an honor and it is my duty to be working, upskilling myself, becoming the best version of myself and then serving my clients. So for me, it's not about not working. It is about working, um, but also uh, not sacrificing myself. Uh, I want to be working while still living my truest and fullest life. Um, Another thing that I have learned about myself that I didn't think that this would be the case running a six-figure online coaching business is how much I still want to have routine and stability. 
So for example, when I was traveling last year for five months of the whole year, I was moving regularly. I was moving about every three to four days for the first few months. I was constantly, you know, packing, moving, exploring, traveling, and I got so sick of it. Like I got so sick of it because what I didn't realize was packing, unpacking, researching where to go, researching uh, hotels, booking hotels. Then when I got to new locations, exploring the new neighborhood, um, like looking up new places to eat for lunch and dinner, it would take up so much mental, emotional and physical bandwidth that I wouldn't have the same level of bandwidth to be working. So I would try to sit down for work to work for a few hours each of those days, but it was scattered. So what I've learned is even though I have the capacity to be a complete full-time digital nomad and be traveling year round, I actually prefer not to. I actually have loved being back in Melbourne for the last four months, really working and, and really getting in the zone and getting momentum and staying focused. And then next week, um, going traveling again and then having a few weeks where I'm like properly traveling and not working. So actually still doing it kind of like the old school way of like, I'm either working or I'm traveling, not doing both at the same time. Um, I know some people can do that, but for me personally, like I found that that hasn't worked for me, you know, like it's just, it's just too much to handle. And if I want to work, I want to be working properly, not just working, you know, a few hours a day, um, like at a cafe from my small laptop versus my computer monitor while there's like a lot of noise and a lot of distraction. Um, so that's also the reality of this. It's like, it's not what you always think it's going to be. Like I thought it was going to be like, yay, like backpacking around the world while traveling. But actually it was more the idea of it that I liked rather than the, the reality of it. And the reality of it is even once I had that opportunity and the capacity to do that, I've still chosen to come back and do what, um, yeah, what I was doing previously, which is like either working or either going on a holiday, like one or the other, but not both at the same time. Another reality that has been really interesting to experience is the beauty of having recurring revenue in the business. So at the very start of my business, when I was still um, in the startup stage, I didn't have any recurring revenue. I was like launching courses. I was um, launching like different projects, doing talks and just getting paid as I go. And that was good because sometimes I would get a hit of like, you know, a lot of money into my bank account. And then the next month I would have no money come into my bank account. And that was a problem because it would be not very good for my nervous system. I would be constantly in fight or flight mode, like just thinking about where my next like paycheck in quotation marks, because we don't actually get paychecks, but where, you know, the, the next bulk of money would come from and when it would come. But now in order to get to six figures and in order to be sustaining six figures, there's recurring revenue which I think is really important. And that's something that I teach my clients as well. Like in business, if you want to have scalability and if you want to have security, you need to have recurring revenue. You can't just go from launch to launch because that's exhausting, that's taxing. But having some sort of recurring revenue, whether like for me, it's for mentoring, you know, clients who are working with me for six to 12 months and they have like monthly installments. So, you know, even though we're now in January, I 
already know that if I weren't to make any more sales for the rest of the year, I'm still going to have money coming in each month for the rest of this year. Um, and it's like enough to, to keep me going as well. Like it's, it's really, um, it's really comforting for the nervous system to know that. Um, but at the same time, I still need to work to get more, you know, that's part of the game. Like, um, I can't just sit back and get comfortable that's not the mindset of entrepreneurship that's not the mindset of someone who wants to grow and scale their business um there's recurring revenue and it's great to have that baseline of safety but also i like acknowledge and i've got to step into the mindset that i can't get comfortable no i can't only be motivated to take action when i'm struggling i need to also be motivated to take action when i love what I've got. It's great. And then I'm still hungry for more. Um, another reality of having a six figure online business is man, how human I still am. (laughs) Like how human all of your idols still are. You might see them on social media, like having it all, like just being happy all the time, having all the luxuries. But ultimately, we are all still human and we still have doubt. We still have dud days where we sleep in or we procrastinate or we get not as much done as we would have liked. We still have days that we feel sad and we feel stressed and we feel, you know, insecure. All of that is still there. And I remember this because a few months ago, when I first announced that I was going to do a TEDx talk, that day, my social media blew up. Like I had never received as many like engagements and messages and comments in a long time as I did that day. Yet that day, I was actually going through the depths of a heartbreak. And I remember having all of these messages flood in but I just felt lonely. I felt grief. I was missing that one person. and I just really wanted them to be with me on that day. And that made me realize that, yeah, like you can have all of this success in the world, all these dreams that you once um, desired, but it's still not going to take away the human experience, (laughs) the human, the raw human emotions that we're going to have. Um, it's not going to take away any of those problems because we, we still have the same problems just at a different scale. Like instead of losing a potential $500 sale, we're now losing potential $20,000 sales. And that cuts even deeper, you know, like the stress of pitching $500 versus the, the stress of pitching $20,000 is even more amplified. So what I would say is that reaching this milestone doesn't take away the problems, It's all the same problems, just at a different level. So there's that saying, new level, same devil. So there are still a lot of problems. It's just at a different scale. Um, And and the human, like the raw human experience is still the same. And it, that's what it is. Like we're all still human, no matter what successes we've achieved, no matter what the state of our business is, it's all still Um, it's all still just different versions of the same human experience. So those are a few of the realities of running a six figure online coaching business. 
you know, ultimately I have shared maybe more of the flip side of the coin to give you an insight into what it really looks like. Um, and I've done this so that one, you can take on that perspective of, you know, you don't have to wait to get to this, this point to be happy. Like, please don't, because like I said, different level, same devil, right? Like still going to have the same problems, still going to have, um, all the same human experiences. Um, but at the same time, I want to share this so that I can be vulnerable and raw with you and show you the behind the scenes and, and keep it real. Um, that yeah, that there is the flip side, but at the same time, yeah, this life and this business is amazing. Your life is so good. Life can be so good. Life gets to be so good. Like things move fast. Things can be so abundant. So the best thing that we can do is achieve these big goals of ours and soak it up, live it up, do it for those who cannot like experience and express gratitude for it for those who would have done anything to have what you have create an impact serve your purpose serve your mission and give back you know like that's ultimately what this all is about for me at least for me this is about me fulfilling my potential and seeing how big things can get for me but also to fulfill my purpose to make a difference and leave the world a better place than how I was born onto it. So I hope that this episode has been interesting and insightful for you. It has definitely gone longer than what I had initially anticipated. I apologize. Um, But yeah, this is the reality of running a six-figure online coaching business. You know, a few of the different bits and pieces behind the scenes that you may or may not have expected. I'd be really interested to hear, you know, what resonated with you, Uh, what your thoughts are on this episode. So please send me a message, trang at trangnova.com if you want to send me an email or just uh, reach out to me on social media. Uh, Trang underscore Nova uh, is my Instagram. I'd love to hear what you think of this episode because if you like this, I can do more of it. I can do more behind the scenes of maybe some more specific aspects of the business, not just like the whole business as a whole. Um, So I could do like more of the behind the scenes of a launch, of like creating a retreat, of creating um, online courses. But yeah, please let me know if that's what you want because I'll only really do it if (laughs) if you're interested. and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out at any time. If you've got any topic requests for future episodes, let me know. Um, I am here to serve you and that's what this podcast is all about. All right. Thank you, fam. Thanks for listening. That's it for me from now. I'll catch you next week.